Welcome to another episode of Breaking Into the League with Ryan Martin and Sam Gabrielli. Ryan, this is our second episode on our version 2.0. V V period 2, V.2. Yeah, man. Uh, We're going to, I'm going to start this really quickly off with some exciting news from a little less than 20, little less than 24 hours ago. Do you know what the news is? It doesn't involve the abs. Indirectly. Ooh. Oh, Patrick Waugh? Patrick Waugh! Yeah. That's what do you think name. of that? What do you think of that? <laughs> the head coach of the fucking oh, of the Islanders. <laughs> Let's go, Patty. Patty the goat. Oh man. Bring <laughs> the Islanders, man. Naming naming Patrick Waugh, their head coach. Yeah, man. He'll be pulling the goalie with six minutes left in the game. <laughs> yeah, and he'll be fighting the other head coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with it. I, I like that move. The Isles needed to kind of shake something up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And he's a L-goat. He is an L-goat. <laughs> oh, man, I just uh, – I was waiting for waiting to get this to throw this in there, and I was just like, "Let's go!" He's a serious like, guy, dude. You don't mess with Patrick Waugh. I just find it so so hilarious that like he had his coaching stint with the Avs, and on his first first game as a head coach ever, was trying to tear down the barrier between the teams so he could fight the coach, and then he. Ends up making the playoffs that year. The second year was kind of a nightmare. They got rid of him. And then he goes and coaches. Uh, I don't remember the league, but he could, where his son was playing. And his son ended up getting into a fight with the other goalie. And then, and now he's, now he's the freaking coach of the Islanders, oh, man. man. He's a legend, oh. dude. Dude, this guy is a loose cannon, but he could, he could coach his ass off. Oh, yeah. Hey, guess who just passed up? Speaking of Juan, guess who just passed up on the all-time wins list on goaltenders? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, flower, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think I texted you when that happened, and I was like, I was like, was, was, was still better or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You definitely hit me up. Oh, man. Yeah, but, dude, Flurry's, Flurry's, Flurry's a legend, dude. I would never yes. hate on him. He is, dude. Well, no, I think you know what? I think you messaged me and said Brodeur's better because Brodeur has like 140 more wins than him or something. It's ridiculous. I don't think I said Brodeur is better. I think Wall. I think I said Wall is better. You did. He passed him up. Brodeur. Brodeur. Can't remember. Ooh, Brodeur. I mean, like, I would have to really go through and look at like a list and then do my ranking. But off the top of my head, just based off of bias, Wall is always going to be my number one. That's fair. I always liked the Avs more than the Devils anyway, back in the 2000s and stuff. Oh, my God. So many good teams back then, dude. Just like... There were. Dynasties. You mean you had the Avs dynasty. You had the Red Wings dynasty. You had the you had the Devils, dude. There were so many good teams. You had the Lightning stars. at one point with LeCavier and, like, St. Louis and stuff. Dude, those were, those, those, those were the days that got me in love with hockey, dude. 2000, 2001 season. I was, you know, 10 or whatever, and I was just like, let's go, because the Avs were killing it. But uh, speaking of Avs, really quickly, I'll make this very short. They have three All-Stars, and I have 
honestly no idea how freaking Georgiev made the All-Star game with one of the worst save percentages What? Yeah, how did he make it? Hot garbage. He is hot garbage. He's an All-Star, dude. <laughs> I don't know how. Probably it's because of politics. He's on the abs. No, it's 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 because he he was like the first goalie to like twenty wins, and it's just like ah, he sucks. I want to say the only wild player that made it is Kaprizov. Oh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't even think he made it actually. Wow. Actually, I don't even think we have any. I don't don't think we have any all stars. You want to fact check me quick? Uh, oh, you know what Kirill Kaprizov is? Yeah, is it at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty four. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we we well, only have one player. That makes sense, though. I mean, we're pretty bad. Wait, right now. oh man, um, man, I love how when I go on like my Instagram to see, and I have to, I can't just type in wild. I have to type in Minnesota, Minnesota wild. wild. Yeah, I know you got to specify. Wait, yeah, so let me. T- <laughs> Let me double check about the apps. I'm gonna guess the three. So does Gorgiev count as one of the three? Yeah, unfortunately. I'm, I'm gonna guess uh McKinnon, of course. And then I would have said Nakushkin, but he's like gone. Like we'll talk about that. I want to <sighs> get your input on that stuff. Um who's the other? I'm gonna go with Makar. <laughs> of course. It's man. gotta be Makar, dude. I feel stupid guessing there, but I'm like, dude, your lineup's full of studs. I mean, Nachuska was a good guess, but dude, Kale, Kale, ah, dude, Kale, man, second fewest. He's the, he's the. Uh, oh, we're not gonna make this about the Abs because I know that's my team, not yours. But yeah, he's uh the second fastest defenseman in NHL history to get to 300 points in his career, only so behind good. Bobby Orr, number four, Bobby Orr. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, uh. There's that and um, yeah, Wait, the ballot Yeah, what the Val- you gotta say about that? I was gonna ask you about that, dude. I fuck it. I I love Val. I think he's awesome. I hope that he gets his. I'm assuming it's alcoholism based off of last year's incident that he had in um, where was that? Or Washington, Seattle, or something. Um, hopefully he gets that figured out because the team, the abs are honestly not the same without him. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, yeah, he just sees he's by far a huge difference maker and they're just not the same. You saw it last year in the playoffs when he wasn't there, they did, they fell apart. So, um, yeah, if he doesn't come back quickly, this may not look good for the abs. That's what I'll say. Yeah, so. yeah. They they need him back, dude. They're they're like a they're already a playoff team, but they're more of like a Western Conference, if not like Stanley Cup contender with him. Like if he's on yeah. the lineup, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, if he's not in the lineup, my yeah, my hopes are very my my expectations drop a lot. Yeah. So he's but wild, anyway, dude. Uh, well, so so since this has been like basically the first ten minutes of this has been an ass podcast. <laughs> what what are you what? Let's hear about your wild. What's new? What's old? What's what's red? What's blue? Or whatever Doctor Sue says. It's always been a phrase. The Minnesota Mild, Ryan. They're totally being the Minnesota Mild. They'll they'll beat like they beat the Islanders like six to zip last week, and then they go to Tampa, lose like seven to four, seven to like they got stomped, and then they just beat the Florida Panthers. Who went to the cup final last year, like in Florida? I'm like, 
what are you guys? Are you legit or are you not? It's they're all over the place, man. But they're probably not going to make playoffs, Ryan. But their problem is what they're probably going to do. They're probably going to be on the heels of the wild card. They'll barely miss playoffs. Try to be competitive, and even if they made playoffs, they wouldn't even do anything, man. So, what so, do they need to do to t- take it to the next level? Well, the problem is, is Suter and Parise is still taking up all their money, man. All that salary cap space, and that's going to be another problem for the next year after this. So, if they're smart, I would just start at like I would just tank a little bit and try and get a draft lottery for next year. Mm. But they got to. Do they have preparing. any? Do they have anyone in the minors that can you know that obviously is cheap and can come up and maybe make a huge impact? I don't know. Since not, this is breaking into the league, do they have anyone that can break into the league? It sounds like they do. From like reports I've heard, we have one of the best um, like prospect classes out there, or something. The Wild do have like a really good pool of prospects, so it's only a matter of time. But yeah, I guess if I was doing my homework better, I could spit out like a dozen names right now to you, like guys That's that okay. could come up and and break through. But um, this Wallstead guy, Jesper Wallstead, he's like been our new goalie lately. He's like a Swedish guy. He's like twenty one or twenty. He's young as hell, bro. He's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So there's some there's some hope. Yeah, there's some hope, man. We'll see what happens. Like and Kirill, of course, is our all-star, but he's not that young, dude. He's like twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna so, say he's been here for a minute. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the long run. But I think what needs to happen is we if we just stay competitive with this like salary cap hell that we're in, I think that's okay. Like there's only so much you can do. You can't sign like these big names if Everybody's taking up all the money, you know. Yeah, so very it true. It sucks. Well, trade de- trade deadline is coming up soon. Coming up, they should probably sell if they're smart. I mean, I always like being competitive and saying play to win. But if yeah. they want to plan for the the long run, uh, Ryan, they got to start selling. I think here in this. Well, Kaprizov, it was nice having you in Minnesota. No, we can't hear him. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Come on over to the Abs, baby. That'd be like the that'd be like the Vikings get rid of JJ. Justin Jefferson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, no. Nah, well, yeah, kind of. I like think Kaprizov has a little bit more of impact just because of the way hockey's structured. But yeah, I get what you're saying. That's fair. I get. That's I fair. get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, All right. Should we dive into these guys? Oh, what do you guys yeah, say? So, speak. No, I was gonna say yeah. So transitioning since we're now on the topic of younger guys, who is the younger guy you're gonna be featuring on today's episode? Yeah, I got Jack Quinn of the Buffalo Sabers. Ryan, what about you? Oh, uh, soft softball. Uh. Carter Masur of Carter. the uh, Detroit Red Wings. You picked him because he's a DU grad, right? Uh, I don't know if he's a grad, but he did play at DU for two oh. years, for two seasons. Yeah, well, you get what I mean. Yeah. So, are we gonna <laughs> we, we gonna we talk about your boy or my boy first? You get um. You go. All right. So we got Carter Masur. That's why I just want to say it. Masur. <laughs> Even though he's from, even though he's from Michigan, so there's really probably no, no like crazy <laughs> pronunciation to his name. Um, he's in the AHL right now for the Grand Rapids Griffins, so I'm sure he's enjoying being in Michigan um, and being drafted by Ryan. Hold Michigan. on, hold the phone. Do you remember who was in the Grand Rapids Griffin system that we had on this podcast? Think about it. I I do, but I'm not going to remember. I remember we talked about this. Luke New Power, family friend Luke? of mine. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I couldn't remember the All dude's right. name, but I remember it was. I remember it was the last one. Um, so he's with the Grand Rapids Griffins as well. He was taken uh, in the 2021 NHL draft out of the University of Denver. Um, 
which I live right down the street from. And, uh, dude, I got I got to get to Magnus Arena to watch some of the 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 Pios play some hockey. But anyway, Mazur is a uh, six foot one seventy three. Uh, he's a left winger, um, and he actually, while I uh, sipped through my notes here, <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so when he was at DU, actually he had a he had a pretty good career. Uh, he was the NCHC Rookie of the Year in 2022, so the National Collegiate um, Rookie of the Year in 2022, where he had a heck of a season. Um, he played in 40 games, had 22 goals and 15 assists, um, and that was his second season at DU. But outside of that, he's played in the USHL. He played there before going to DU. He was there for three years. Didn't really do much his first two years there. Third year really shot onto the scene, which probably got him into DU. And now uh, in Grand Rapids in the AHL, he's played in six games so far. He's had three goals, three assists. Um, very, very quiet. So we'll see where his... Uh, his career progresses, but um, I think there's a lot of potential for him as far as uh, where he can go. Obviously, he's with a good, a very good organization, like a historic organization. So um, if he's able to develop, I think he can make, have a have a huge impact on um, on the future of the Detroit Red Wings. He did sign a three year entry level deal with with them after getting drafted. Um, so he's got a little bit of time to develop um, really quickly. Let me just take a second here while I sift through these nerds. <laughs> um, I, I, I have a little something. I know I have, I, I know I got a little, I, I, so we, I took these notes a couple weeks ago before we did this. And, but I, I like, dude, I, it's been a wild time. Um, so let me try to find it here. All right. Well, I'll find this in a minute. Um, you go ahead and tell me more about your guy while I find out what I want. Uh, yeah, we'll have a nice little mix of each other's like players at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to dive into uh, the player I'm featuring this week. Uh, Jack Quinn of the Buffalo Sabres, the Sabres. Um, Quinn, you, you may have seen him play a decent amount, especially if you live in like the Eastern time zone. Maybe you got ESPN Plus put on the, you know, underachieving Buffalo Sabres. They're once again, kind of uh, not doing as hot as everybody thought they should be. It's kind of unfortunate young team this year. So far as we record, um, he's played quite a big, quite a few games so far, actually he's logged up um, over a dozen games here, 14 games played so far this season, four goals, four assists. So um, almost a point per game, averaging probably about a half point per game. Uh, this season his career he's got 19 goals 28 assists um is this season is a minus three but keep in mind buffalo does give up a lot of goals um he actually was a number one overall draft or not number one overall eighth overall but a first round draft pick in 2020 with the sabers he's been playing since the 2021 season um it looks like you know he did play ohl that was being postponed with the COVID 19 pandemics so that was kind of unfortunate but um he he's on a three-year deal with the sabers in an entry level contract. So I'm guessing his contracts up this season. Um, he made his NHL debut on January 11th, of 2022. Um, he went scoreless in a uh, defeat against the lightning. He was re he was kind of reassigned back to the minors in that 2022 
2023 season, but this year he's been really playing a lot uh, for the Sabres. So that's good to see in their lineup. Um, looks like he actually had an Achilles injury in June with a workout he was doing. So it's pretty cool to see him get back on that track. Um, he's kind of a third, fourth line guy for the Sabres this year. So kind of look out for him. I've been watching some of his highlights, Ryan. He's one of those players. He's not super tall, actually. He's only like he's six foot exactly. So he's a right wing. Of course, in today's present NHL, six feet is a little bit on the shorter end um, of that range um, as a forward here. And I've noticed, too, with his highlights, he's just got that knack to be around the net. Like, a lot of goals he's had, he's right in the hash marks, if not near the crease. Usually not rebound goals. He's a sniper. And he's a setup man, too. Sometimes he'll be next to the net. He'll dish out a nice little scoop pass to the, you know, saucer pass out to somebody in the middle of the rink here, in the middle of the offensive zone. And they'll bury that bad boy in the back of the net. So this season, he might be on, he actually is on pace to probably surpass his stat total last season. He had 37 points in 75 games. This season already, he has, uh, well, I guess he only has eight points in 14 games. So we'll see, you know, what he what he's able to muster so far this season. But he's basically played in every single Buffalo Sabres game since, you know, mid-December. So he's been a lineup block for them since mid-December and right before the holidays. His last goal, he's kind of in a scoring drought. He hasn't scored in like three weeks. He hasn't scored since the Montreal Canadiens game on January 4th. But he had uh, quite a few tallies up until the Christmas holiday against the Rangers, Leafs, and the uh, Jackets. So that's kind of, kind of what I have on Jack Quinn. He averages about 14 to 18 minutes per game on the ice. So he plays a prominent role for the Sabres team. That's full of like just big names, you know? So he's younger, up and coming, just like the rest of their roster. We'll see if the Sabres end up doing something at some point. But, you know, when you think of the Sabres, you think Alex Tuck, you think Rasmus Dahlin, uh, you know, Middlestat, maybe even Dylan Cousins, who we talked about. There it and is. Now, and now you got Jack Quinn. You remember Dylan Cousins? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say I like I like a couple of their players. I like Dylan Cousins and I like EJ. Eric Johnson, but that's just because he's he's an he's, re- he's really just an ab who happens to be wearing a saber. How's he still <laughs> playing, bro? Yeah, dude. Yeah, he he he. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's hurt, but he's. Yeah, he's he's on the sabers, dude. Um, and I don't think. I mean, based off of there was something that came a couple weeks ago where I think he just kind of is done. He's obviously going to retire, probably sign a one day or something for the abs and just retire. Um, but Legend. yeah, he's, yeah, he the was Sabres a gopher. Man. Wasn't he a gopher too? I think he was a golden gopher. Oh, possibly. I don't, yeah, I don't know. He's, okay. dude, this, he's been playing forever, but yeah. man, yeah, dude, the Sabres are like a 500 team, you know, and if they can really just kind of start to figure some things out, I mean, what they're probably what 45, 46 games into the season. How many, how many games have they played? Can you can you give me a quick check on that? Because I, 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 like, I, I found my notes here. Yeah, we're um, just over halfway. So we're recording here January 21st. Um, the good old Abs have played 47 games. The Wild have played 45. The um, Buffalo Sabres have played 46. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, and the Sabres are what? Hovering around 500. Yeah. And They're 20, I remember, 22, and 4. Okay, so if they go on like a just a 10 game tear. I mean, that's not unrealistic. You got to just, you know, I mean, they, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying they're great, but I'm also not saying that they don't have a chance at making a push. Um, not saying that they're, they're not, uh, 
going to sit here and compete for the cup this year, but they can give their fans some hope that there is a future up there in old Buffalo while they're shoveling out the, while they're shoveling out the bills stadium, the Buffalo bills stadium. And then after that, they're going to watch the Sabres get rocked. Um, <laughs> all right. So really quickly back to Missouri, uh, while I, um, because I, I cut myself off to allow you to tell us about who was it? Quinn. Who was it? Uh, Jack Quinn. Yeah. Jack Quinn. My bad. I almost said Quinn Hughes like a moron. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Um, quick question. Who's better, McCarr or Quinn Hughes? There's like debates all over about which D-man is is like going to be up for. But you're asking me. I know you're biased. I would go with McCarr as well. But I don't I don't get to watch as many Canuck games because they're on so freaking late here. They're on at like 1030 at night. Yeah. And who likes the Canucks anyway? I know. I hated them a while ago because they're a huge rival of ours, but not as much. They're getting, they're sick. They got younger jerseys. Like they got like they're young. They got newer jerseys now. I don't know. I'm kind of on this Canucks wagon a little bit. Yeah, forget the Canucks. I don't yeah, like them. Fair. They, they can they can crumble when it matters the most. But anyway, um, yeah. McCur- M- Missouri. Missouri. You Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> I know. I- <laughs> He's a broke man's Kale McCarr. Um. So basically the whole thing with Missouri here is he is basically his game relies on his motor, right? So he's go, 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 go. He's not going to be the fastest. He's not going to be the strongest. He's not going to be, um, you know, I mean, he has, he has a really good shot is what, you know, based off of things that I was, I was, as I was doing my research, it said his shot is really good. Um, He's always finds himself around the puck. And he always has a motor. He's just a motor guy. Go, go, go. On offensive side of the uh of the ice, defensive side of the ice. And for him with his defense, um obviously, you know, he's not a defenseman, but he uh he has an impact there because he will poke check and he will uh he's not afraid to just put his stick on the puck no matter where it's at he's not afraid to get you know into the half boards and 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 have that fun and they somewhere i saw it because i wrote this down but it said i saw him and uh his name and dylan cousins put in the same sentence as far as they're not these in i'm trying to think here uh because my notes are very limited um because they're they're both not like super big. Yeah, well, cousins is pretty large. I think I don't know what I wrote, so just ignore me. But basically, his motor is he's only is six what... foot. He's only six foot, so it's a demon. Yeah, but Dylan, Cu- but Dylan Cousins, what's Dylan Cousins? I feel like he was shorter too. Yeah, like five five eleven or something, or five ten. Uh, okay, well, I either think... way, he um he he basically he's his motor keeps him going. He's he's always. He's always in on the play when he's on the ice, is, is right. what I wrote down about him. He's got to be um, a good skater. If you're a short defenseman, you have to be a good skater. Well, he's not a defenseman. He's a, he's a, he's a wing. Oh, okay. My, yeah, duh. There it is. Left wing, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're, I think we're confusing. We, we got way off topic, and you know, we're confusing all no, of I'm, our No, I'm glad you featured this guy because, I mean, he's uh, he's kind of right on that. Uh, he's on that edge of, like, almost breaking into the league but he's so – I mean, he's 70th overall, Ryan, 2021. He's 21 now already. I mean, he's a Michigander. 
he hasn't, I mean, he hasn't played in the NHL quite yet. He's so close. I mean, the problem is that that Red Wings franchise is they have such a young, like, roster. Like, it's tough to break in. Like, who's going to take Mo Sider's job? Like, good luck trying to get into, like, the Red Wings you know, roster. It's tough, man. They got a good team yeah, this year. For sure. Um, no, I like this player a lot. And obviously, um, so what growing up, I watched a lot of DU hockey and, and this past this past year, you know, the past 12 months or something, I haven't really watched a whole lot of DU, which is kind of weird because I'm right up the street from the school itself. So I should actually be going to games. But um, but I always love to see DU players uh you know just make it, man. And right because it's like they have such a they have such a historic hockey team at that school. Um that it's awesome just to watch people from that school make it, even if they are on the sorry Red Wings. I mean, some of these guys on the wings are a little older on defense. I mean, like Sherratt's been around for a while. Gosta Spare's been around for a little bit. He's a Florida kid. Isn't that cool? Um, Unique. Like Jeff Petrie. I mean, he's an 87 birth year. He's getting older too. So he's 36. I mean, wow. All right. Yeah, 36 years old, Jeff Petrie, 30, uh, 37, 36. So, I don't know. There could be some openings here for him soon to, like, bump up there. You never know with injuries down the way and if they make a trade. But, yeah. um, huh, interesting. Yeah, that because he's – it sounds like he's doing well with the Griffins. I mean, he's got a – I think he's a plus this year with the Griffins, isn't he? Let me let me check. I saw that. I think I think I think he'll be up by the end of the, either by the end of the season or he'll start next year on the NHL roster. Yeah, probably. This should be I'm one gonna, of the two. I'm going to get on the Griffin site here and check their stats. All I'm right, kind of curious because I I want to I want to check on our boy White New Power. Oh yeah, I don't want to interrupt you. No, no, I was just going to say while you do that, let's go over some of these uh, you know, the Red Wings here while we're on we're on this team. We don't like the Red Wings, but anyway, they are um definitely a potential playoff team uh they have some i mean dylan larkin is just i i really like him as a player i think it's hard not to um and he's you know he's he's kind of in his prime right now he's not going to be he's never going to be a you know a Sidney crosby or anything along those lines but he's definitely one of the top guys they also have a former av uh jt comfer um who they uh they utilize um let's take a look here they got a couple other people uh michael rasmussen uh you know okay right here we go he's a minus he's a minus oh he's a minus one so i feel i that's fine that's good you know i don't know i i don't even know how how well their team is this year If, if you're a minus one and you're on a team that is like i don't know gives up like the league's most amount of goals in a season on your team like it's pretty good. That's like being a plus fifteen. Heck so, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. So anyway, you again. no, no, no. I'm going to interrupt you because we got our two guys. We've <laughs> discussed our two guys, and I always like to do this thing of you're starting a franchise. Who are you picking to start <sighs> your franchise with? Good question. You I'll, are the Seattle Kraken. I would go Jack Quinn. He's. Uh, yeah, I'd probably stick to my boy Jack. Is he's a little younger? Are they both 2021 drafts? They might be both 2021s. Uh, I know, I know who my guy was. I I did my research. Where's I, your guy? <laughs> I, I think I think I think Jack Quinn is a 2020. I I literally just said it earlier in the podcast. 
I'm gonna pull it up again just so I can fact check myself. Um, let's see, yep. Oh, 2020. So Quinn Quinn's got one more year on him, but he's 22, so he's pretty young still. I would go Jack Quinn. I might be biased, but I would, I'd keep him my team. You? No, that's fine. I'm gonna go with Missouri just because I think once he gets his offensive game uh, adjusted from basically college to once he once he picks up the speed and everything, I think he's going to be a dynamic scorer. Um, I think he's going to be a dynamic playmaker, and uh, he's just gotta he's just gotta find a way to crack 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 the code, I guess, and get into the lineup and and show that he can actually do it at the NHL level. So once he does that, I think he's going to be a dynamic scorer. Yeah, probably. So, huh? That's my guy. That's my guy. Um. Azur. What else do you want to talk about? We got nine and a half minutes left. Zoom is telling us we're poor, and we haven't upgraded to their newest version. So it's, it's trying to kick us off this recording. That's 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 hilarious. All right. Uh, well, maybe I mean, maybe we if we get some sponsors, then we'll be able to afford it. Yeah. So this uh, episode is <laughs> this sponsored by Mile High Media Ltd. That's a company in Denver that does video production work <laughs> and. Uh, their owner is awesome. He is a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and he used to be a TV news reporter, but he sucked at that, so he decided to move on with life and start a business. So that's our sponsor. <laughs> um, Do you ever miss the service? I miss TV news more than I miss the service. I do not so far removed from the Marine Corps that, like, well, I'm not so far removed mentally. Like, I still... I would say yes, but I'm still friends with so many people that I was in the Marine Corps with that, like, that's all I really liked about the Marine Corps was, you know, was uh, my friends that I made and I'm still friends with them. So I don't, what do I need to be, you know, why do I need right. to, you know, hey, Sarge, get me out of this chicken shit outfit. Um, Alien, <laughs> remember the movie Alien? That's from, there's a quote from the movie Alien. Um, but, uh, yeah, we used to make that that joke um, when aliens. we were in the Marine Corps. Yeah, it's like the Marines would like they went to fight aliens or something, dude. I it's been so it was a stupid movie, but uh, yeah, man. Um, oh my goodness, how about the Boston freaking Bruins, dog? What about them? Are they starting to choke? You guys did? Did you guys beat them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw. I, the only thing I saw from that game was Pasta's goal. Oh really? Like in the first fifteen seconds of the game, yeah, I was going through my Insta feed. Yeah, no, that was that was that was a pretty legendary game. Um, I mean, it, that was a that wait no, uh, that was a potential, that was a potential that's a potential Stanley Cup uh preview right there. Um, let me wow. let me, I'm I'm so much stuff has happened in I, the past couple of weeks. I'm just like, let me see what the score of that game was because now I'm like, I know. Let me see here. I'm, I'm I, I'd be on. Crazy. I'd be on board with Avs Bruins. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Okay, you know the Avs lost that one. I was like, I know they beat. I'm pretty sure the Avs beat them earlier in the year, but they did lose because this was. I remember uh, hearing this was the revenge game for the Bruins because the Avs beat them previously. But that doesn't even make sense. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Avs beat them in a shootout win a couple weeks prior, ten days before. Bruins, Bruins, you know, we went to Boston and then they beat the life out of us. Um, but that's all good, man. I honestly think, uh, you know, 
outside of just the fact that I am an Avs fan, dude, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hockey fan in general and I love hockey. I find sometimes it's really hard for me to, I make sure I watch pretty much every Avs game and I, it's hard for me to find the time recently to watch other teams. So what I love about doing this podcast is the fact that I'm like, oh, it's the uh, Senators versus the, the Island. Well, I'll definitely probably be watching the <laughs> Islanders now. It's like the Senators versus the, the Penguins or something. I'm just like, oh, let me watch. Let me check it out. Um, even though the Penguins would probably kick the life out of the Senators. But, um, oh, dang. I feel like this is good. I got I to gotta stop. Someone came. And you're on a roll day. right now, Ryan. Well, I'm just thinking because somebody came to me the other day and was like, dude, do you think uh, do you think Sid the Kid will ever uh, play with his boy, McKinnon? And I was like, dude, I was like, I would have I would have a heart attack if that how, happened. How cool would that be? Both yeah. Nova Scotia kids. That'd be that'd be super. That'd, that'd be, be super sick. cool. Or no, they're from Newfoundland. No, they're from Nova, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Well, Halifax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. I got it. I got it. You know who I need to follow? I need to follow the Minnesota Wild better so I can come into this podcast next week and just be like, dude, did you see when, uh, you know, freaking doers or whatever, Connor Dewar. Connor Dewar, <laughs> yeah. The, they call them the Deweys. There's Duhame and there's Dewar, so they call them the Deweys. That's funny. That's cool. I, I need to, I need to, um, dang, dude, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Wild right now, like, we might suck, but we got a couple of beauties, dude. Marcus Foligno. Spurgeon? Got... Spurgeon still plays. Yeah, he's out, bro. He's he actually is out for the year. That's oh. where I. That's where I kind of think that we should just hang it up this season because he's he's gonna get like end of season back surgery or something random. Yeah. Dang, you guys have a lot of injuries, dude. Yeah, dude. It's not. Holy good. crap! That's part Go of the reason Dros we injured. suck. Godro's injured. Yeah. So who would, who would they uh who would they who would they trade? I'm like. I don't know. I feel like they'll probably just stay stagnant, maybe make one or two moves, but stagnant. Dude, honestly, they don't have much to trade. I'm just looking like, so you said this new goalie is who? They brought up some guy named Jesper Wallstad. He's Swedish. He's like 20 years old, 21. He's pretty good. Um, And so he's going to play in place of... Probably Gus. Well, he'll, for a he'll bit, be the cause... backup. He'll be he'll be Gustafson's backup. Mm, Gus is out still, I think, isn't he? They've been starting Flurry a lot. That's weird because I'm, it's over here telling me Flurry's hurt, but I know Flurry. Oh, uh, maybe Flurry's like day to day or something. I don't know. Uh, and Gustafson looks like he's healthy. We're banged up right now, bro. By the way, we have three minutes left. The poverty Zoom is telling us we have three minutes left. So, all right, no worries. So let's wrap this up. Wait, hold up. Let's I'm gonna go I'm gonna look at my app and see our injuries real quick. There were a ton. Um, yeah, let's see. Oh, here we go. Yeah, on yeah, Flurry's day to day, and then Spurge is out for the season. So, not dang. Yeah. All right. Well, beautiful. Well, uh, I'm gonna come next week with uh, having watched a, a wild game or two, and I'm gonna be like, dude, the wild. And uh, in the meantime, let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you for joining us here on breaking into the league. Uh, this is awesome to get Love a head start, podcast. Ryan. To get a head start on the wild, they get play at three o'clock mountain today, so you can watch them. I'll be watching anything. football today. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> commercial breaks. Put them on. I can I can put them on my phone too. Okay. Yeah. Last. So. Okay. Last question. This is football related. We got two and a half minutes. 
Who do you want the Super Bowl? We already know. We already know who's advancing from yesterday's games. Yeah, I, I would like to see Niners Lions NFC champ with the Me Niners too. making it. No, nope. Brock Brock Purdy. Yep, oh, and yeah. then <laughs> and then I would like to see Ravens and Bills with. Me too. I'm indifferent, dude. You know what? I think it'd be. I think a Niners Ravens Super Bowl would be sick. Although, I think, yeah. Nope. Although what? Oh, I was gonna say. Although I wouldn't mind a Bills Niners Super Bowl either. So I think that the Bills are really hot right now, and I think they'll. I think they'll find a way to beat the Ravens somehow. Well, obviously they got to play today to beat the Chiefs today, so they got to get past the Chiefs first. I think if they can get past the Chiefs, I think they'll beat the Ravens. Ravens looked. Good, really good, but in the first half against the Texans, they looked really beatable. And I think the Bills are really freaking hot right now. Yeah. I think Josh Allen is on a freaking mission. Um, I do want the Lions to go to the Super Bowl. I want the Lions to win it all. Um, but I think they've got a lot. It's a tough task. The Niners looked horrible yesterday. I think the Packers should have won that game. But um, Anders Carlson, Anders with a hard on. Um <laughs> He uh he he dude he blew it for the Packers so yeah he did he did all right anyway, we got a minute left we got a minute left all right let's, let's wrap up. this sucker up let's go ahead and say thank you for joining us we will have another episode uh this is only going to get better it's only going to get stronger you got to follow us if you love hockey and sometimes we mix in some other sports right now I'm watching Michigan Michigan State versus Maryland basketball thank you. For listening to Breaking Into the League. I'm one of the hosts, Sam Gabrielli. I'm Ryan Martin. Have a good one, everybody. Later, Tater.